Are you? I'm ready. Becky, hit us with the uh, the song. Blame it on the... Uh, 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 alcohol. It's going to be a no from me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tea and Sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> An attack on Becky <laughs> and her <laughs> talents. <laughs> Becky is upset with me. Wrapped in my $500 blanket that I got from my company. The friendship <laughs> ender. Yeah. This is Teen Symphony. I'm Dave. I'm Becky. And we're back with Sky. Welcome back, Sky. Hello. So happy to have you. Sky oh, had such a traumatic time last time that he came back from work. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually just kept him in a cupboard with the other microphones Becky. and recording equipment. Waiting to Don't tell people, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do human trafficking. <laughs> I am a Becky. firm opponent <laughs> of anything that violates human rights. We are not with Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, no. It's all conspiracy, folks. Do you guys remember when everyone was talking about Wayfair? Like, those, like... Um, wardrobes and stuff, and everyone was like, "They're harboring children." Oh my Do you god! What is this Narnia? Christ! The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Like <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the Wayfair. <laughs> <In> the Wayfair. <laughs> Today's episode is alcohol. Alcohol. Yes, that's correct. Alcohol. I can't that think. That was gorgeous. <laughs> that was really <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, none of us are like fully sober, right? We're all Mm-mm. we're all adults who enjoy a good beverage from time to time. I will say I had I wouldn't call it a drinking problem, but mm. I had problems with drinking. Okay. When I was younger. Drinking had a problem with you. Yeah, <laughs> like uh I went to a college, went to a state school and uh you know getting really really messed up was like encouraged plus like our generation there were a lot of memes that were like good block out like there was a lot no, of emphasis true. yeah and like positive reinforcement on drinking a ton and so definitely. i did that definitely i, I did that yeah the millennial university experience is definitely one of binge drinking yeah especially um, in america i don't know if it's like that no in, in the uh, uk it's exactly the same yeah. Oh, yeah i think honestly in like continental europe they're actually a lot classier about it because they're like in their culture it's ingrained where you're like we'll have nice wine because it goes with the meal yeah um people are introduced to alcohol i think earlier and so they're less likely to yeah to binge which i think is what definitely i've seen at british and american universities well the uk is also the florida of europe yeah, yeah. That's from what I'm told. Yeah, That's we view wild. you know Americans view uh, the UK as like very buttoned up and posh. Mm. They have their things together, but Europe views Britain as <laughs> the Florida. Florida. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yikes! <laughs> but yeah. also, even more, even deeper than that, is that the way that we all view Florida. Is the way the whole world views America. <laughs> that's, yes, that's so true. Yes. That is very accurate. <laughs> America is the. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is Florida is the Florida. No. Anyway. Oof. So wait, so if you're <laughs> the Florida, if you're the, if if you're if Florida is in is in America, which is the Florida of the world. Yeah. Then what does that say about Florida? Florida is the final circle of hell in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> the ring of fire. <laughs> so wow. yeah, alcohol. Um, I'm a lot more sober than I used to be. I honestly I am too. barely drink anymore. If I do, yeah. it's, I'm very intentional about it. And mm-hmm. I find myself like just actually I'm more on an edible kick You're these days. I really am. I think especially because, well, it's legal here, but it's not where mm. I I am from. (laughs) So it still feels dangerous. Maybe. But also I've just found it's like, you know, the hangover is what's killing me these days. I'm Mm. 30 now. I can't hang like I used to. You used to hang? I used to hang. Maybe like 10 years ago. It's wild wild to think that you two are 30. (laughs) Is that crazy? Wait, how old are you? How old do you think I am? Don't don't make me answer that. Take one guess. I'm going to say 24. No. What? I don't know what to say. Becky's eyes lit up with a sparkle when 20, she started talking 20, about edibles. 27. Nope, I'm turning 26 in December. Nice. Okay. Yeah. But I want to I want to point this out. Your eyes lit up when you started talking about edibles. I love my mm-hmm. love my edibles. And that glitter 
completely faded when you had to ask the other <laughs> yeah, guy's went. age. <laughs> when Sky was like, I can't believe you're 30. I was like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only 30. Oh, you're... Impressive. <laughs> you're 30? <gasps> you look terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, no, no. Not at all. True, true short story. I wanted to meet more friends in the area, so I played Volo Volleyball. Oh. And I thought I was meeting some really nice people. And we were going out for drinks and stuff. And we were having a really nice time. I was like, wow, I finally made some friends in the area. And they all started talking about how old they were. And they were all like 22. <laughs> and someone goes, Dave, how old are you? And I just want to preface this with, I was the captain. I was the unofficial captain. I oh. guided the team. I was diving. I was all over the court. Okay. I was getting everything back. I was in good physical condition. And I told them I was 30. And it was like I had skinned a puppy in front of them. <laughs> they never invited me out again. Oh, my. And they God. were horrified by this. That a 30-year-old, how dare you play volleyball in Volo. No, but do you remember? <sighs> I remember being in my early 20s and the age of 30 being just totally incomprehensible to me. Yeah. And now I'm here and I'm like, oh, yeah. the real horrors were back then. <laughs> the oh. joke's on them. They have no idea how to have sex. Right. Like yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be able to count on my knees anymore, but I know what's good for me. <laughs> count on your knees. Count on them as in rely on them. Oh, oh. I read that differently. Oh. Read but of course differently. You, you both did. Come if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. The choice is yours. The possibilities are endless. All right, so here's a question. Who here does not like drinking on a first date? I don't, but I find myself drinking on a first date because I find most women do like to drink on first dates. But if you're not drinking on a first date, what are you doing? Taking because a walk, having a tea, having a coffee. No, I don't like coffee dates. Really? Oh. Yeah. Why is that? It feels like a job interview. Interesting. Oh. Why Why am I going to be having caffeine at 7.30 p.m.? Sorry. But that's why, but you like dinner because if you're going to be interviewed, at least you want some, you want a meal. Yeah. Also, coffee date in seven. But I don't want to commit to a dinner on a first date because if I don't like you, I don't want to have to sit through a couple really? courses with oh. you. Yeah, honestly, even even if they're paying for it, like that doesn't matter. I'd rather not commit. What's your ideal first date? Drinks. <laughs> Dive bar or cocktails? Um, it depends. On? I don't care. I what what I've said this before and what? I'll say it again. What matters to me is the effort. If okay. someone's like hey, I really like this bar and I want to take you. Or like, hey, this dive bar is doing trivia. Let's do trivia. Trivia is a great first date. I am an advocate of a trivia first date. I have not heard that one, but I like that one. That yeah. sounds cool. Because you can kind of like, it fills any awkward silences if there are any. Oh. And you also get to like collaborate on something. You're Team like, building. you're like building, comp like you're, you're like complicit against the rest of the bar you know complicit yeah quite the word in huh. in like you know you're on your own team you've got to come up with a team name one of you's got to go and like give the sheet back to the lady on the mic like it's very you know subscribe to our patreon for more classic tips <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that's from, pretty, from becky that's pretty that's 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 pretty cool it Actually, is, that's pretty it's good fun. I, I advocate hard for an activity on a first date mm. yeah I like an activity. People are like, no, I want to sit down and stare into her soul and ask her questions. It's no, like, but I do think you do want to have a good chat on yeah. a first date. You just really want to get to know the essence yeah. of someone. And you can't necessarily do that if you're doing something like, I don't know. <sighs> I well, like, what activities do you do, Dave? I like bowling on a first date. Bowling is Probably my one. favorite thing is a bowling first date. I also like axe throwing. I like going to the arcade. There's a place called Barcade. Right. I like Ooh. I like the idea of having something again, what you're saying to rally around mm -hmm. so that if there is an awkward moment, because let's be honest here. Right. We're all very good at holding conversation. Yeah. yeah, I can. I'll give us all a pat on the back for Frank. OK, there we go. <laughs> but the fact is, like a lot of people get nervous on dates yeah. and they have trouble and they get in their head. And it's good to have something that takes the pressure off constant conversation. That's so true. true. Right. So question for you, Sky. Uh -huh. Do you like drinking on a first date? I'm okay with drinking on a first date. I'm okay. I'm o I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to like I usually will feed off the vibe of uh, in terms of drinking on the first date to the person who I'm taking on the first date. Yeah. If she 
likes drinking on the first date, then fine, we'll drink on the first date. If not, then that's fine. Um, I do like the activity thing. That's something that I've only I haven't done it on the first date before. I've done it on on a on a like maybe a date the next date or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Usually my usually the dates are like a lunch date or a dinner date. Um, but that's just because that's usually what they, they the other person also agrees on. We just talk about it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try that next time. Trivia. I highly recommend trivia. Um, I once got taken on a first date by someone who was sober. He didn't drink, and so he took me to mini golf. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, on later dates, he was so boring that I found myself getting wasted just to put up with him. Jeez. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that was really awkward. That's you know, it's funny because I went on a mini golf date with someone. Who I rebranded in my phone as Low Energy Olivia. <laughs> oh yikes! She would talk. She was very high energy when I talked to her. I could not have had like the saddest. Like I don't want to be here with you. Like we went and got gelato, which I thought was really nice. She couldn't have been more bothered, right? And Wait, then, as in she was excitable over yeah. text. Yeah, very excited over and text. And then in person, she had just nothing. Oh, nothing. Like we teeth. went. Oh, we went mini golfing. And I'm just like, what is wrong with this person? And she just like was exhausted, told me how horrible her day was, how tired she is, how hard her schedule is. I'm just like, <laughs> you are awful to be around. Like, I didn't say that. I was just like, I could not get out of there fast. Would you have preferred her to cancel? No. Okay. No, I don't like that. I hate when people stand like, <sighs> yeah, not good. I hate when people stand up people. So you'd rather yeah. have the bad date than yeah. have someone cancel? Absolutely. Fair enough. That's Absolutely. Fair enough. There's a special place in hell for people that text someone 20 minutes before they're supposed to meet up with them. Hey, are we still on? Like those people oh, can go. agree. Yeah. I hope you have horrible, horrible I dry sex. dates need to be confirmed 24 hours before if you haven't already set time and place. Um, and then like morning of. Like if someone, if I'm supposed to see someone for a date and they haven't texted me by lunchtime that day that. to confirm. I'll do it. I won't I get ready it. until they text me. I don't like that. I, I understand why people do it, but I don't like that because that is a casualty of the phones and the instant messaging culture. Oh. I set a date, date's on. I do confirm. I'll be honest with you. I do confirm. But yeah, no, but you can't just like, you know. I hate that though. You never used to have to do that because you would agree on a time and place and you would be there. And if someone didn't show up, then you'd be like, oh my God, something terrible must have happened to them. But in this day and age, it's like, well, you got to confirm. Otherwise, you know, someone might not show up. I hate that. Sky? Oh, man. I, I... Have you been stood up? Oh, ever? yeah. Oh, really? Like oh, someone's yeah. just not shown? Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's <gasps> like... Really? It's like, it's, it's like a Hinge or a Tinder date. I don't really use social media. I don't use... I'm um, sorry. I don't use uh, dating apps anymore. I haven't used dating apps for a few years now. Good for you. Um, I just... It just it's evil. Just I just kind of got tired of it, and I and I prefer the face to face interactions, the all of a sudden interactions, the we're on Instagram and then we meet up in person and kind of interactions. Mm. I setting up a date for uh, for me, it just seems like okay, you know, you set it and that's it, and then you go for it. Um, confirmation, I mean, confirmation for me has usually been just when we talk about it. Um, Sometimes we'll if 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 the person sometimes I've gotten a looking forward to this, can't wait to see you, and that's fine. Yeah, but if you've said okay, let's do this at this time on this day, cool. But if someone's like, when are you free? And you're like, oh, I'm free next Tuesday, and they'll be like, great. And then Tuesday comes, and they still haven't given you a time or a place. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday <laughs> talks with Mary Spender. <laughs> She's a guitarist. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tuesdays with a Cambridge classicist. <laughs> Not even. Anyway. That. <laughs> okay, so that was very much off topic for this. That was so <laughs> off topic. Does anyone here take shots before a first date? No, I go I in sober. I no, I know people that do. Like they get that nervous. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I understand you want like a shot of Dutch courage to like calm the nerves. Dutch courage. Dutch. Do you guys not call it that? No. No. Wh whose nationality is it? No one's. Oh. It's just a shot. Yeah. Well, we call it Dutch courage. The buck stops with French fries. It probably has colonial roots. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are the Dutch alcoholics? I don't know. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're calling it if they're calling it Dutch courage, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, okay, here's a question. Do you guys think alcohol makes dates better? First dates? No. No, okay. Becky? I think it is a lubricant, but it's not going to it's not it's only gonna maybe enhance your interactions it's mm, actually that's not true i think it can make it worse mm. it can make something good better yeah. and it can make something bad worse in well that's oh. the thing though because i feel like if you go in to a date with someone and there's really like nothing there but you get a little bit drunker you start to loosen up lose some inhibitions you can be doing things that when you're just bored that as the alcohol as, made you do. As someone who has done things like that, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here. I'm already <laughs> drunk. There we go. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's the super soldier serum. Yeah, and you that's know. why I stopped drinking so much because I was like, I am not being responsible. And I can't blame Jack Daniels for everything. Good point. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, I also had a really bad first date. My worst first date ever um, was at a bar called Midnight's, my favorite bar in Williamsburg. Was it with me? No. <laughs> oh, imagine. That's where he took <laughs> no, me. No, no. It was with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. I remember what we ordered. We ordered the Spicy Marks. Probably. Yeah, we had Spicy Marks. Um, no, oh, I had wow. a first date with this girl. Who I desperately want to dox, but I can't. But she, uh, oh, this person was the worst. She, within two drinks, told me that the Holocaust wasn't that bad. Oh, Jesus. That the Jews should have never gone to Israel. They should have gone to America, which is like very much like not cool. Oh, I'm, no. I'm Jewish. And then uh, proceeded to tell me that I didn't know what I was talking about when I told her that. When Jews during the Holocaust went to America, they were turned away and like no. executed. But that wasn't true. It was all made up and what? fabricated. Yeah. That was my f worst first date. And this was, oh, I swear this was only because she was drinking, right? We were like two or three drinks in at this point. You think she wouldn't have said any of no. this? It's just like she had a couple drinks and her tongue got loose. And the But the thing is, what what is it they say? I don't believe... A, a drunk, drunk words mind. or no. sober thoughts. I don't believe that at all. Because it's just things say, that you wouldn't normally say. No. I don't believe I mean, that, but I will say in this case, she did harbor very anti-Semitic thoughts. Yeah. That she didn't, and I looked at because of what's going been going on. I looked at her story, and she's still spewing this shit and getting shit on by people because it's just not cool, you know. Yeah. Right. And I'm not. We're not gonna get into that, but I will say I do not like the Israeli government as a Jewish person. And you can be, yes. you can understand both sides, right? I think yeah. what people, well, I have no skin in the game, but I think we should all be pro-civilian. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that I is agree. that. I agree. That's not, and most of the civilians don't want this shit on both sides. Of course sides. they don't. No, Innocent people do not deserve to live the way that yeah. they're living. It's crazy. suffer the things that they're suffering. Yeah, they're a, a crossfire and it's like, yeah. well, how do they do with it? And, you know, we, you got to be mindful of the, you know, and not everything's politicized. It's no. And right. it's not, and. And we got to get off this topic, but we I, will say, I will say, <laughs> I will say last thing is that people want to make it a black and white topic. Both sides yeah. want to make the other side yes. seem like the bad guy. Yeah. Yes. And the fact is there is a severe lack of nuance. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's an incredulous amount of complexity. And the fact is it's not cool to hate anyone based on where they come from or exactly. what they look like. Not okay, not cool. And it's really, unf it's very scary. I think for both sides right now, yeah. mm -hmm. myself included, you know, I have a lot of friends that have Jewish stars. that are like afraid to wear them now. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. not cool. It's a shame. Uh, that said, that was my worst first date. And I told that girl to get the <laughs> fuck out of my bar. I was <laughs> furious <laughs> and the bartender heard it. And she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. And then I found out she bragged to me about how much she made. She made half a million dollars a year. Working for, wait for it. Oh no! A Jewish hedge fund. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I almost. Oh my god, you could have. Wow. I still, I still grapple. I mean, per perfectly honest with you, I still grapple sending an email. I have the board's email mm -hmm. and letting them know what's up because it really upsets me. It does, but I, you know yeah. what? It's not my place, and I can't go out there and play God as much as I want to. 
the person in me, I am a liberal. I allow people to have their own thoughts, whether or not they're incredibly anti-Semitic or not. Like that's the liberal in me. It's like you're allowed to think whatever you want and it's super not cool. Maybe you're really good at your job and maybe you bring in business for this firm, but it's still really disappointing on a first date from alcohol. I guarantee it. Now, I think she would have told me that had we still, you know, gotten together. But yeah, but she, and we and we were talking before that came up that she was going to come back. Like we were getting. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. it was already done deal. Wow. Like like we were finishing up when that came up Damn. and I live, you know, I lived across the street. So yes, like, that was going to happen. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, you can, I think the good thing about that is that I got to know her real fast, real quick Mm -hmm. from the lubricant known as alcohol. It is. I think it is a bit of an expediter. I will say that. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think my best dates have been from alcohol as a lubricant, if I'm being honest. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> Dave's counting them up in his again. head. There's been a there's been a few instances of spontaneity with uh some chocolate bars that have been fun. So I don't want to get into okay. that too deep too deep. This is an <laughs> alcohol episode, but Right. Sub when we get onto other substances, I think that's a different we could do a whole other episode on that. But um no, I think a lot of people these days are actually making the conscious choice not to drink when before it was something of a given. Yeah. Um, I have been on dates when people have been upfront and they've just been like, I'm sober. I don't mind if you're not. Um, How'd that go? Honestly, like I had a pretty good time. I liked the guy. Like I also like didn't drink on the date. Hmm. Um, we were talking about this earlier. I read an article somewhere at some point. I don't know. That said that if, like in a romantic situation, if you're both either not drinking or drinking, you're going to be like, you're going to bond easier than if one of you is drinking and one of you is not. I think alcohol is a big uniter and divider. I agree with that. Sky? I agree too. It it would be like, there's a little bit of an imbalance socially, I guess, when you have have one person who does drink, who is drinking at the moment and one person who is not. Because it's like, I don't know. One is, you could argue that one is not really, I guess, soberly. Well, one is not soberly present at the time. Mm. Um, or you could think one is because they're having, because they're, you know, inebriated or they're, you know, drinking the alcohol, then maybe they're even more present than the person who isn't. Well, because mm. I think different people also like have different reactions to alcohol. If someone's having one glass of wine and the other person's like, oh, like, I actually will abstain, then that I think that's very different from someone who gets like blackout <laughs> and one person who just isn't. <laughs> yeah, because it's not fun to be the sober person looking after the other one. I will say I met a girl right when I moved into the East Village. This was like 2017, 2018. She was sober and I was hammered. Oh. She was this Brazilian girl. It was my friend is Brazilian. His ex was visiting him and this was the, the ex's friend. And we had an amazing time. Mm. And she was sober the whole time. And that to me was like pretty crazy. And she just had such high energy and loved dancing and like loved just like doing things Mm -hmm. that it didn't really matter. We we only went out one night because she lived in Brazil and she flew back two days later. But I was a little hung up on her because I was like, (laughs) this person's awesome. Like Mm -hmm. this is pretty cool. And she just didn't drink. She just loved to dance and sing and was very energetic. Yeah. I don't feel like yeah. that's the norm. It's not. it's not. That's an exception. I think people use alcohol yes. um, to kind of reach that point. Whereas I've like I've had periods of like actual sobriety in my life. Like in particular when I was twenty one, I went six months without drinking. Mm. Um, mainly for like anxiety related reasons. But I really like I was able to go out. I was living in Spain at the time, so I was actually out till like six AM some nights without anything. Like no substances whatsoever. And it's like, if you're having a good time, you're with the right people and it's fun. Like, you don't need it. But I think a lot of people depend on it. That's where it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you have to have it in order to reach that and you can't go without it, Mm -hmm. that's when things get, that's a slippery slope. Right. To feel really yourself, like, uh, like to not really be able to feel yourself unless you've had a drink. Or to kind of be like, oh my God, like I can't go out or I can't walk into this party unless I'm like yeah. 
you know, slightly tipsy, that is the start of a very dangerous spiral downwards, I think. Yeah, you, can't, you can't have that. No, it's just scary to be, you know, to look at that and to be like, oh, I'm not. And, and it's, it's, it's an interesting realization seeing that, like, I'm not in control of myself with if like like in terms of like yeah you need that there's like a piece of you is missing and i've i haven't been through this myself um but i know people who have like who have been like addicted to whether it's alcohol one person was addicted to weed that's a real thing that is a real Mm -hmm. thing and it is very interesting it really is if you can't sleep without smoking weed you have an addiction yeah (laughs) yeah physical addiction Mm -hmm. people love to be like oh no it's not like yeah it is it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The thing, I mean, the thing that I find interesting about alcohol is that when I was in college, I I, I don't know why, I don't know how this happened, but I ended up in Greek life, (laughs) which is like not a, not, not like my scene. Um, and I met a lot of the sorority girls told me that they couldn't talk to guys without drinking. Like the girls would get like, would pregame, like just events where people were playing like softball and kickball because they couldn't talk to men. You would, and you would think it would be the guys that would need to the courage. No, which I thought was really interesting. You know, there's a big problem in America with, I'm maybe it's in the UK too, but like, people use it as like a crutch. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's really sad. I mean, I also I don't know. I just don't like drinking. On a first one of my favorite dates actually is drinking, but it's a it's an activity. It's uh, this place called Skinny Dennis. It's in Williamsburg. Wait, oh, yeah, oh, grass. I know Skinny Dennis. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Rich and I were trying to get a gig, trying to get a gig there. Oh, you play there, you let me know. I will, and I want to go there early. I want to be able to hang with the band. Oh. I love that place, and they have a pl- they have a thing called Coffee Thing, which is like uh, it's pretty much like coffee, Kahlua, and vodka. Oh, and it's like a little milk, yeah, and you can get it to go in like a coffee cup, and I, I get it, and I walk over the bridge. And that's the date, the Williamsburg Bridge. We just walk over. How it. cozy! It's that's really so nice. nice. It's good. I always take a nice picture because I do a lot of photography. I take a nice picture, mm-hmm. and it's a lot. Of, it's a good time because like you're you're seeing things, you're drinking, you're having fun. Things are happening. Yeah. Um, of course, the only problem with that is it's walking away from my apartment. So if I want to uh, hang out, uh, we have to walk back, back over, um, <laughs> or we just take the L train. You know, what I mean, straight if back. If it's running. If it's. <laughs> oh yikes! <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> NYC, Triggered. NYC problems. <laughs> Um, I had a date a couple months ago and I think it was it was actually one of the reasons why I've stopped drinking recently because I had had maybe three cocktails and I was like, I'm so done. But the person I was on a date with kind of like was encouraging, like, you know, go on, just one more, one yeah. more. The bartender brought us over a shot. Like, That's, I hate that. I was kind of like, I felt kind of cajoled into it. Mm. And next thing you know, like I was so drunk, like to the point, I think I'm very good at masking, like how drunk I am to the point where like, I will get myself home. Yeah. Like, mm. it, like I'll keep myself safe or like, tr- like try my very best to, but I was like, next thing I knew I was in a cab on my way to this guy's apartment and I didn't want to be there. Oh no. Like I felt like I was like convinced into like, he had the car waiting outside. He was like, come on, like come meet my dogs. Like, like, no, he was perfectly nice. Um, didn't try anything. As soon as I was like, I really need to go home. Like, I'm really, really drunk. He got me a cab home. But I just did not feel safe. And it's like, okay, well, should I have had a bigger dinner? Like, is it my fault? Like, should I have really said, like, no? What? When does, like, the peer pressure thing, like, become your responsibility? Hmm. You know? It's like when a drink is there in front of you, it's so easy to just drink it. And then like a half an hour later, you'll be like, fuck, I shouldn't have had that. Well, it's quite different for men because we pay mm. for the drinks typically. In my mind, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, how much is this going to be? <laughs> this is an expensive day. <laughs> right, right. I think it comes down to, I mean, I will never pressure someone to drink or do any sort of substance it has to be of their own volition Mm -hmm. and i'll always you know my my thing my go-to i don't know if you do this guy but if i'm on a date and like the guy comes around bartender comes around says you guy how you guys doing i'll say i could do another one how are you feeling yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. i want to put the onus on them would you like would you like would you like to go for another one yeah yeah Yeah. 
And like when they say no, I'm like, what are you, a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Date over. Suck. Goodbye. Over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I let them kind of set the tone. Yeah. Exactly. Because I want I want to get their temperature essentially, yeah. and yeah. that's never I've never had an issue with that. Neither have I. Um, no, I like, think that's like normally how it goes, and I think that's like the respectful way to do it is to be like, like I'm happy to have another if you are. Otherwise. Yeah, let's... Because, I mean, I've had instances where girls drink too much and get sick. Mm. That's, like, my nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not trying to, like, yeah, dry you don't, clean you this don't apartment. Wanna, exactly. You don't want to yeah. be babysitting. I don't want to I don't want to take someone home who's, like, a little out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want them fully aware of what's when up. I'm looking into their eyes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want... If it's, yeah. like, a glass... If there's a glazed-over eye, like, uh-uh. No, but like, do you feel responsible, like in those situations, for getting that person home? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you will. I mean, you should. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, that's your do. date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should so be able to get them back All right, home. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck to you. Chivalry isn't dead, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Adios. <laughs> I once, you know, I once had a crazy thing happen to me. Um, there was a girl at a bar who was trying to get water, and her friends abandoned her because she was so drunk. I got her water and the bartender was like not giving her water. I think the bartender was trying to pick her up. And so I got into a whole argument with the bartender about getting her water and it became like a screaming match and the bar, like the, the bouncer had to get involved and it was like a whole thing. We got her water and I walked her home. I walk her home and she goes, thanks so much. Do you want to come up? And I was like, no, I just want to make sure you got home safely. And she spit on me and told me I was an asshole. <laughs> Oh. She was offended. Oh no! She thought I was going to take her home, and I was like, "I just wanted to make sure you were okay." Wow. Yeah. So you know, no good deed. Yeah. Goes unpunished, I guess. I was pretty <laughs> upset by that. I was like, "Why did you spit on That's me?" What is this? No, I think it's a really difficult situation because it's like everything gets blurred. Alcohol blurs everything. And that's the problem with it. Yeah. yeah. It numbs you. Yeah. And especially when you're introducing alcohol into the mix, like on a date when it's just so normal. But then it's like, well, you're you're, you know. You're losing inhibitions. Things are getting maybe a bit hazy with someone you do not know at all. Really? Like, yeah, it's kind of wild. I think it's too normalized on dates. Yeah, I think I think there is a lack of options for non-drinking I disagree dates there's no, so many I things think it, I think I think bars are so prevalent think how many bars there are and how few mini golf courses there are <laughs> there are a lot of non-alcoholic <laughs> options at bars oh, okay now, okay yeah, yeah at bars normal. but okay what if someone doesn't feel strong. comfortable going to a bar mm. what are you gonna do with them axe throwing what Rock if climbing <laughs> going to Tri- a movie trivia night comedy show mm-hmm what, shall I keep going? But don't you think you know, comedy shows are Concert. often like two drink minimums? Like not all the time. Not the ones I go to. Okay. The ones I go to either. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> but those in all indie, these, these in indie these comedy <laughs> shows, <laughs> those underground comedy shows. In a lot of these situations, drinking is still like the norm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's only the norm because people allow it to be the yes, norm. Yes, yeah, I people think that's see the a problem. Because people see a movie and some screenwriter told them they get coffee or go on to a dinner date or get mm-hmm. drinks, and they they don't question it they have no autonomy yeah. they have no agency yeah. i think you you're right in the sense that like not drinking has to be way more of an active choice yes than drinking is it's kind of like drinking is like assumed whereas not drinking is like oh like that's a stance like that's a position it's, it's that a, kind of needs take. to be justified yeah it just it's, i think that's so ridiculous like it is if so you ridiculous. don't want to drink then you don't have to drink right. and you shouldn't be you shouldn't have to be pressured by yeah. any societal thing or by anyone to, to drink if you don't feel comfortable That's doing that. That's absolutely you know great, right. Great first date, museum. Yes. A museum yeah. is great. So much to talk about. You walk around, you can talk. Mm-hmm. Art right? galleries. Yeah, you can make fun mm-hmm. of pretentious assholes. <laughs> it's just like, also like a picnic. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on the picnic first date. Uh, picnics are No, the weather we've been having. Good. But yeah, no, a picnic don't is... Don't be such a downer, Deb. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, I, if I wanted Thank to see you. rain every weekend, I would have stayed in the United Kingdom. Damn. Wow. Tell tell us how you really feel. Yeah, really, Becky. (laughs) No, I think you're right. It's like, obviously, there are options out there, but I think 
like feeling comfortable to stay away from alcohol is something a lot of people actually really don't feel comfortable doing. People like the alcohol. They do. I mean, we all enjoy a drink from time to time. Do you know why people like drinking so much on first dates? Because it helps. Throwback. Them. Throwback to the last episode. Familiarity. Ah. Hmm. Comfortable with it. And the cycle continues. Mm. And it all Ooh. comes together. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that, but you definitely, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You That's know true. You know what's, if you know your, if you know how you react to the alcohol, you know what's going on. Yeah, right. Because we've, I assume we all had our first experiences with alcohol before we were legally supposed to. Oh, yeah. I mean, my first time getting drunk, I was 14 years old in a woods. Jesus. What? (laughs) In the the woods. My leash. (laughs) (laughs) My leash, no. (laughs) In Europe, it's legal at 18. So obviously, we start before. I think uh, my first time drinking was, uh, I was at a party in high school. Oh. Yeah, well, Four Loco was the first thing I drank. Oh, God. It was <laughs> Four Loco. I've also never had a Four Loco. Don't. Like a it's proper one? <laughs> I think I would have a heart attack. Not, no. They don't make them anymore. It's like when the pharmacies used to sell cocaine no, they still, and they heroin. Still make it. No. It used to be like, I got to look it up. I'm pretty sure it was almost like six drinks and like four cups of coffee. Yeah, like it's, it it's, was it's, it's gross. A, the caffeine of the caffeine of a full liter, the full uh, either a full liter of like soda or like four cups of coffee, and then it had like the alcohol content of like like th- I don't even it was it was a lot it was grotesque yeah like <laughs> horrific I don't know why and it had four local gold oh dude ugh. just no terrible <laughs> no thank you I mean I don't know for me alcohol. My relation with alcohol has become very interesting because mm-hmm. it used to be like, yeah, like in college, I was having probably close to eight to 10 drinks every time I drank. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I drank a lot in college. I was also very unhappy in college. Mm-hmm. I didn't like what I was doing with my life or who I was and the choices I had made. And I was kind of like on a self-destructive path. And that kind of seeped into my early 20s. When I didn't realize everyone stopped drinking like that. I'm like, why aren't you guys black out on a Thursday? <laughs> and I just, I enjoy chaos. It's bad, but I love chaos and spontaneity. And that was something that alcohol allowed me to kind of do, you know? And it, listen, I had some crazy dates where we get like hammered and there's like bar hop. Like, I love that. I love a date where you don't know where it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I want to end up in Chinatown in someone's basement playing Mahjong with like the Yakuza. <laughs> you know? dream, dream of Mahjong. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> we got to show you that afterwards. That sounds <laughs> epic, but <laughs> it's not always the most practical. It's not really how you build a sustaining lasting. I mean, I had great first dates off of it. But, yeah. You know, you no. still have to bond with the person. You can't just be getting crazy. That's true. Right. A drunken first date will be a great story. Hmm. But there's only so much you can do with a story. You do lots with a story. You can monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> Very it wasn't written by uh, artificial intelligence. You <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't. I had no IP on uh, ChatGPT. There we go. Um, Some of my best first dates have been like, you know, you wake up the next morning and you're like, fuck, I'm hungover. I feel like shit, but it was worth it. That is, I think, manageable. But when you wake up after and you're like, oh, God. That was a mistake. <laughs> why why did I let him kiss me? <laughs> hey, don't talk about the guy who donated to the show like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. So, uh, no. Um, now imagine. No. <laughs> Imagine having the feeling you just described and being out ninety dollars. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to a man's Welcome world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man's world. <laughs> That's dating in New York for men. Oh yeah. I once had a girl that had the audacity to order three drinks before I got there. I was only twenty minutes late. She had three martinis. Each twenty martini. minutes. Twenty That's minutes. a long time. I my window is twenty, like hard twenty. I got caught in traffic. There's nothing I do. I was texting. I was letting her know I was on my way. Like, okay. It wasn't like I, like yeah. you know. T- she had three drinks. Each martini was $25 and <laughs> put it on me. The whole tab was like 170 Shit. Yeah, she sucked. That. Shout out to Wisconsin. You have the worst women. Oof. I had a, uh, <laughs> yeah. no. I had a, at Ensign, um, I, I 
the person I was, you know, talking with, um, I, I got her a table and I was like, you know what, let me, let me treat this person. I was like, I told the person and I get a discount for when I go to Anson or when I go to most places that mm. I perform at. And I was like, look, whatever she orders, it's, it's on me. I said, okay. Um, and they, and then one of the, one of our other guest artists that come in sometimes to like sing or play, she, Rich sat her down with, with her and, um, they added her they didn't add her meal but they added her because she left early they added her drinks her two like two or three drinks to my tab oh no and i said what why is this like so expensive i don't it wasn't it wasn't like that expensive like it was I, you it, said with, whatever she wanted right whatever the person that i had sat at the table wanted who added the drinks the no, other girl pay attention that sat with that's I what i mean that. yeah and then and then on top of that they had given me a free like two free drinks because they're like well we made these by accident do you want them i said sure so i took one and i gave one to to the girl that i that i uh and then they added it to the tab and i'm like no okay these two drinks are not ours and this mm-hmm. drink was free because you guys made a mistake right and they took off the free drink but they added they kept the other two and i'm like and and the and were they still there huh? no they left they left like two hours earlier and then the girl that i was um that i that i had you know gotten the table for she said um oh is it you know do you is it, i can I, I can you don't have to cover it if you don't want to. i said no it's, it's fine i said i could if i if i'm if i am able to and i'm willing to then it's fine the two drinks i was kind of mad about and i was like but i was yeah. like you know what and it wasn't but it wasn't her fault it right the other person's fault who came right. there and sat at the same table and then left so i said it's i got it it wasn't a lot with the discount and everything it was like maybe 60 dollars which i had a similar situation i raged i was not happy you handled it gracefully i did not handle mine gracefully <laughs> i saw i met a girl in an uber pool oh back when like uber pool was a thing yeah my favorite time to, to get a number, the Uber pool. Uber pool. <laughs> oh, my God. There's nothing more exhilarating than getting a number in an Uber pool. Because you can see the clock counting down. Mm-hmm. You look on the dash, and you know how much time you have left. <laughs> you know? It's like beat the clock. <laughs> and, and everyone's invested. Everyone's that invested. That sexual tension is palpable. Oh, my God. When, like a, when a stunner got into your Uber pool... Especially when like this girl had a man's name. Oh. And so you know, I assumed like, oh, like we're picking up uh Taylor. Yeah. And then like she walks in, beautiful black silk dress, long oh. legs, like, hey, I'm like, Taylor. And I'm like, Oh, like <laughs> the Uber driver's looking at me like, yo, yo. You know? <laughs> I actually told He's like, I can't, but you can. <laughs> total, total sidebar. I once got picked up in Williamsburg before the pandemic. This was like twenty nineteen. Okay. And the, the Uber pool pulls up and these two super hot girls are sitting in the back and I go to get into the front and one of them goes, you can sit in the back with us. And I was so out come of it. You hey. want. It's fine. You can come if you want. And, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> come, well, I got in the front and the Uber driver's like, are you sure you want to sit up here? <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> I got out. But uh, no, so I met this girl in the Uber pool. I got her name, got her number and, uh, she texts me like an hour later, like, Hey, um, are you still around? Like I'm with my friends. You should come through. So I went and I offered her a drink as I'm getting her drink. Her friend comes up and goes, it's my birthday. Can I get a drink? And what are you going to say in front of the girl? Right. Then the two other friends say, Oh, I want a drink too. Then they kept, they didn't realize this. They kept putting drinks on the tab. $220. Are you kidding me? Nah, and when nah. I found out, I like tried to play it cool because we went to a place after the dance and I could tell they were just like trying to like pretend like they cared because they were going to dip and then they dipped and I was so mad. I Venmoed the girl for half. Did she pay no. it? No. Mm. But I was Yikes. upset. I was wow. like, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Nah, I would have been pissed too. Like that's, too not, that's not okay. I was really, sh- I was really bummed out because it's like she invited me out. Yeah. And it's like, why did you invite me out? To like, pay for this, your drinks. Is that really what this was? It felt like it mm-hmm. at the time. And I was like making no money then. I was like, I was in a rough spot financially. So that was like a lot of money for me. Yeah. yeah I mean, it is a lot of money. The price yeah. of drinks, especially, I mean, I remember when I first came to New York, $12 for a cocktail was expensive. Yeah. And now $19 is like the norm. Nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It's crazy. It's honestly disgusting. It's not... 
It's wild how things have ramped up in price. Like well, it's yeah. just it's so frustrating. Even now. like coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The markup Seven on dollars. coffee is absurd. Seven, yeah. yeah. That was like the the, the thing stopped about the chocolate said like five fifty. I was like, okay. It's like after tax and ever everything. Yeah. It's, it's like seven thirty. And now you got to like, tip them as well. I don't yeah. tip anymore. They spin around the little screen and you're like, fuck. I don't <laughs> tip on coffee <laughs> and I don't tip on like Ubers. I looked up how much they're making. They're making between twenty-five and thirty-five an hour. Are you serious? No, nah, nah, nope. On nope. cars, and the thing nope. is, I justify it like this: I wouldn't take the car. I know some people that have this insane notion. They're like, if you can't afford the tip, then you shouldn't use the service. That makes no sense. Here's a better. Here's a better way of rewording that typo. Okay, if you're a company and you can't pay your employees a livable wage, you shouldn't be hiring. Exactly. Mm. Absolutely ridiculous. And that's the T. It's very frustrating <laughs> to me because... To you, no sympathy. No yeah, sympathy. No sympathy. <laughs> Hashtag no sympathy. I get really frustrated with uh, bartenders. Like, I'll tip a dollar for each beer, and I'll tip $2 for each cocktail. And mm-hmm. that is it. That's my flat rate. Yeah. I don't do percentages. It's ridiculous. With the $19 a cocktail? <sighs> yeah. No. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we agree? Am I? Am I no. 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 It's really. Agree. It's really. And honestly, this is one of the reasons why I've. Like, for example, if I go to a trivia night or whatever, I'll get a soda water, because it's like I don't want to drink like on a weeknight, on yeah. a Tuesday. I don't want to be wasted. Yeah. But like you know, if I'm gonna drink something, I'm a thirsty girl. I get dehydrated oh, easily. Yeah, thirsty girl. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have Thank a soda you. water. But even a soda <laughs> water is like five dollars. Stop it. <laughs> You're a thirsty leash. You you all know I am. <laughs> Come on, let's <laughs> let's not pretend. No, it, mother, close your stop ears. Stop it. <laughs> Don't stop. listen. Warning. My mother can't find out about this. No one sent this to Becky's mother. I think it's too late for that now. Oh wait, well. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will say this. I forgot, but I went sober for a bit. I had a bad I had a bad night where I just got like really hammered with a friend, and then someone gave me like uh some devil's lettuce and uh <laughs> it was just like bad. I got into an argument with someone at a dive bar I really like over uh shuffleboard. They were just being really they're being dicks. They were like being really aggressive and like trying to like fight us essentially. And I took the bait, right? And uh, I argued back. And uh, we got into a screen match, and the bouncer was like, Dave, you got to go. And they knew me there, which was really embarrassing. And I was very upset. So I stopped drinking for like, I think I put myself, I call it, I put myself in timeout for like four months. Timeout. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I don't behave properly. Like, I don't get to keep acting in, like a menace to society. That's not cool. Well, I think more people yeah. should be able to check themselves like that. That's yeah. true. But unfortunately, they can't. I'm very, I'm very good like that. If I mess up, like, and I, I mess up all the time. Like I mess up a lot less now because I'm drinking less. But uh, yeah, like that's not cool in my book. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. So yeah. uh, I think it's really self-aware to notice when alcohol brings out your worst tendencies or yeah. the worst parts of yourself or it like exacerbates parts of yourself that otherwise you would be able to control or mitigate whatever they might be. Like obviously a lot of people, they'll drink and they'll get aggressive or they'll drink and they'll get argumentative or they'll drink and they'll get sad they'll like you know it can really it can really exacerbate negative (laughs) feelings didn't land at all wait what did you say (laughs) (laughs) right oh no (laughs) but i will i will say that when i wasn't (laughs) drinking that period Mm -hmm. i had two different incidents that happened one was with a friend who bought me a shot and i had already told him i'm not drinking a lot i'm gonna have max two drinks and i already had my second drink Mm. he's like but i bought you this shot and i'm like well i don't want that's very kind of you but i don't want it Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm not drinking and he mm. tried to like almost force me to take the shot. Like he held mm. it up to me and I'm like, what's uh. wrong with you? And then the bartender's like, what are you, little bitch? You don't want the shot? Oh, no. And I was like, first off, yeah, you're an asshole for yeah. saying that. Second off, that is completely unprofessional. An enabling behavior. And she want, she like threw me out of the bar after that. And I was like, you suck. Like, I don't want That's, any part of you. Is that wow. disgusting? That is very disgusting. And then I was at a party and I was drinking a soda water with bitters because it looks like a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone asked if I want to drink. I said, no, I'm not drinking. Um, and I was at the bar. And the guy, the b- another bartender was like, what, you little bitch? And I'm like, what is wrong with the bartenders <laughs> in New York? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, like, it's because if you're not drinking, they don't get tipped, right? That's, and that's my biggest gripe oh, no. yeah. with it. And that's why you shouldn't be relying on tips. Well, that's why people should be paid True. a fucking living wage. It's but disgusting mm-hmm. that we do that still. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, yeah, when we drink, we're all poisoning ourselves, let's be honest. I just call it poison. <laughs> I'm going to move for some poison, baby. Poison. You want dark poison? You want light poison? <laughs> You want some Mexican poison? <laughs> oh, tequila. It was um, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It was my thirtieth birthday a 
couple months ago. I Dave, was there. you were well, there. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I got bought a lot of shots. I had planned to have two drinks maximum. As part of the reason. I had a lot now. of shots. <laughs> um, the bar we were at had a terrible bathroom situation whereby the queue was so long. Well, that was not a bar. That was not a bar. When it got to... T- no. Well, <laughs> that was an outdoor shack on the queue. That was... Outhouse. Like, quote, unquote, Latin night. Hey. <laughs> hey. There was no Latin music. <laughs> <laughs> there was some reggaeton. Anyway. That's not even Latin music. <laughs> it's not Latin music. It was like <laughs> shades of Afropunk. It's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, anyway, um, a very sweet dear friend of mine got me a cab back home, and I was like, you know what? Straight up FDR. Twenty minutes home. Like I'll just hold it till we get there. The FDR was closed. Um, traffic was so bad. You know the Pepsi Cola sign? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. in my eye, eye line for 45 minutes. Oof. And yeah. I was so uncomfortable at this point that I was like, you know what? I am really not going to make it. Like I was shifting around in my seat. I was like, this is painful. Now, fortunately, our Uber driver had a roll of paper towels in his front, in the front of the car. Um, and I had a couple of friends in the car with me. One of them was sat in the front. He was holding the cake and he tactfully looked away while my other friend got out, helped me take my underwear off, opened the two car doors on the side as the driver pulled over on the FDI and I popped a squat and I pissed myself. You pissed yourself. You, you had a wee. I, pi- I pissed on the FDR. Okay. Oh. We all like to piss on the FDR. Have we? Yeah. Well, not, not well, in that the makes me feel so much better because yeah. I was not like. Not in a literal sense, but I just I like to piss <laughs> on the FDR oh, for being oh, no, a crappy I've, road. I've pulled, oh, no. I've pulled over and pissed on the FDR. Have you really? I have. Hey, if I, <laughs> wow. if I need to go, I need to go, man. Was this post tequila shot? No, I mean, I'm driving. I mean, if you're driving, yeah, I'm usually driving. Not. I'm usually sober, but I mean. <laughs> The, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm always sober when You're I'm driving. Sober. But like <laughs> when I but like if I need to go, I need to go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot harder for women to 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 go when they need to go from a car because you gotta you gotta take off the pants, you gotta sit down, you gotta squat down, and you gotta piss. Yeah. Which guys, it's just. Yeah, you also can't control the direction. Exactly. It was really lucky that the Uber driver had those paper towels because. What's up with that? I don't understand why women need toilet paper and paper towels. Well, because if you're squatting in the street to pee, yeah, you can't control where it's going. Yeah, it the way you guys can point at things, we don't have that ability. Yeah. It's just like what, like like you go to a water cooler and press a button where it goes as it goes. Well, even with a water cooler, it goes straight down. Like you know how when you you know when you pour like when you when you're pouring like liquid from one cup into another sometimes it goes straight down sometimes it you goes have to go all the you way have to here go and fast. then it goes yeah you or else it'll go like this really it's yeah it's i it's, never knew this let me tell you my bladder was so full it, i was down there for maybe like a good one minute 30 seconds are you getting yeah. splash back yeah you oh my god i pissed on my shoes i pissed on my friend's shoes like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, we have the, yeah we have the luxury of pointing away and they do not it, no. it just goes wherever that's it goes crazy that's why it's always best to go down like somewhere downhill yeah hmm. but you're not always that lucky that's true well so now they have shiwis and things like that but i didn't have one on me so. oh what a shiwi. It's like a little funnel that you can hold okay. over. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this has been a great episode Blame of Tea and Sympathy. You want to outro us? Shots, 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 shots. Those are the only two alcohol-related songs I can think of right now. Blame on the alcohol. Tequila. Tequila. That sad song, Somewhere Only We Know. I'm pretty sure they were drinking. What? No. I walked alone. An empty bridge. No, that's not how it goes. An empty land. <laughs> oh yeah, I walked alone in empty land. That's got nothing to do with alcohol whatsoever. I don't, I don't, don't like the back of my hand. <laughs> no, you know that song? What yeah, of course I know that song. I'm pretty sure they were drunk. They're so sad. Okay. You think? Yeah. Well, you think sober people that sad? That'd be good. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You can party have that rock. One. No, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, you know those guys were uh, uncle and nephew. Yeah, and they're and they're and they are, they are the 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 yeah the uncle is the youngest brother of, or is the youngest son of Barry Gordy, really? the guy who made Motown. They're they're it's it's the son it's the youngest son and the oldest or the second oldest uh, grandson 
of Barry Gordy, the guy who made Mo- who started Motown. Wow. Yeah. That's the, a great fun fact. The loss of that group is one of the worst losses that is so in true. the last like century. That they is so true. of LMFAO. Yo, yeah. LMFAO. What happened? Childhoods to them? were carved. Yo, <laughs> they <laughs> would light it up mm-hmm. whenever shuffling came on. People Yo. went nuts. Every day I'm shuffling. Or like I'm sexy, I know. Like yeah, what happened? They so had us in a chokehold. I don't. That is like one of the one of the few groups that is like pop oriented. Mm-hmm. Too short lived. That is yeah. so true. Agree. Yeah, instead, we got stuck with Drake. <laughs> 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 Drake. Daft Punk also died too. Yeah, we had a good run with them though. Yeah. You know, it's you know what's crazy is the Beatles were only together for like four years, right? Yeah. Like officially four years, <laughs> and they had that impact. Justin Bieber's been around for like <laughs> <laughs> how long? Fifteen years? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He went from baby, 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 oh, yeah, to if I was your boyfriend. That's probably not the right key, but it's okay. But now he's like, I'm drunk in my Lambo, throwing eggs at the neighbors. <laughs> he followed in Michael Jackson's shoes, uh, J- Michael Jackson's shoes, and got a pet monkey. So I will <sighs> say I respect him for like he he totally crashed and burned oh yeah and he totally revived himself like i really do respect a good comeback story you know you can come if you want to but (laughs) (laughs) most people don't come back that's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true crazy i was hoping i don't know music's in a weird place obviously but uh very weird place i think we're gonna see more appreciation of live music in the coming years there has been and especially um there's a whole thing about it um in the in the jazz scene by a guy by there's a there's a youtuber and bass player and jazz per, jazz musician in the city named adam neely hmm. who uh, he's the guy who wrote who the bass player for sungazer oh that yeah, band yeah, that yeah. i'm showing you which we'll, we will show you um, mahjong this. dream of mahjong <laughs> i've seen them i've seen him live with the, with his band and i've met them and they're cool um but adam he he was t- he had a whole like youtube video on like the revival of live music since the pandemic yes hit. right because we were deprived of it for yeah. a good year and a half exactly yeah. and it blew up like mm. significantly mm-hmm. um since and it's been a great and being a part of it has been um like exhilarating mm. hmm. I, I wish you know the venues would be you know a lot less stingy and would pay more, you right. know. Yes. <laughs> that would be but nice. That's a very alcohol-oriented domain, wouldn't you say? It is a very alcohol-oriented Live music and alcohol just tend to go... And you are expected to buy drinks. Yeah. And you know? there, yeah. It's 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 an interesting relationship. And it's interesting that, um, like, you know, you yeah, it's on a big, big... I mean, it's a big social event mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. You go there and you meet new people mm-hmm. and you guys are usually drinking. Yeah. Alcohol. <laughs> uh, 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 but how uh, do you feel uh, uh, it affects you? Like, do you feel you can drink and just bounce back? No, I mean you're still pretty young. Uh, but no, I do you, are you struggling a bit more? Like, since I don't know, like. Oh, you mean bouncing back from like a night with a night? Yeah, out? like a heavy night because those are late nights too, right? Yeah, they're very late nights. I get home at maybe like four or five yeah. o'clock. I've gotten home at the past few weeks. The past few, the past few, uh, like two weeks or three weeks, I've gotten home at like. Five fifty, six o'clock. Oh my god! Um, I don't. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but I, the thing is, I've never had a. Pro- I've never had a real problem bouncing back from like a night out. I have a very. I, I don't know. It's just. I'm also like. I guess I'm. I'm more conscious about how much I drink. Yeah. But yeah. I also know my limits, mm-hmm. and I've always been very well aware of them. So you know, I don't really have like any hangovers that I may that I do have are very light. It's very you know they they they, they last for like. It's, it's not it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm dying here. It's more just a little bit of a funk and then I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like, well, yeah, well, you're working essentially what is a night shift, mm-hmm. but one that requires you to be like extremely social. You're performing. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. It's, it's It would be very taxing for a lot of people. Yeah. And it is. Ta- there, ha- there, are, there, there are moments where I feel that's what that's also why, like maybe Mondays and Tuesdays. If I go out, it's more for social stuff mm. um, and not, I, there's no pressure in performing yeah. and performing to be good. It's, they, it's, it, and mostly it's just jam sessions or we're just mm-hmm. hanging out at a place, scoping out a venue for us to play at next. Um, but it's, so I get, I do have to plan out that time for myself to cool down and to de-stress and to, 
you know, shake off the night and not necessarily a physical out physical like alcoholic sense, but more of a like social battery sense. Yeah. Do you have you seen first dates at your jazz? I have seen first dates at my jazz thing. People people who have come to see us have come to to have come on their first dates. Do you know when it's a first date? Usually. Um they'll we'll go over to the audience at during our break and we'll talk to them and they're like, This is actually our first date and you're like Oh, mm. and so we'll actually play it up for them. Like if nice. we see it's a first date or it's a birthday, a lot of first, there are quite a bit of first dates. We'll go to in the audience because we the horn players will play for the audience, and I'm yeah. and I'm the leader of the horn. Is that mm-hmm. and and son and son West Village? We mm. yeah, we've done it at <laughs> Melodies too because Mel, uh, um in a uh, uh like Lower Upper East Side, where's that or West Side West Side? I haven't been to Melodies. Melodies is actually pretty interesting. What's the piano place on Sixty Second? 60 seconds? I actually don't know. Owned by Star? The girl Star? Wait, on 60 seconds? Yeah. And like first. I don't know. That's where we went. Remember the night no, I that's was... No, 50, that's 50... That's Mimi's. Mimi. Oh, oh, Mimi's 50 Italian? Second. Mimi. 50 oh, God. Second Street. Yeah, that place Rich and I it. used to play there like as a duo. Um, him on piano and me playing on whatever horn I'd ring. And that ended not great. Why? Um, it ended because the the two hu- the Hungarians pretending masquerading as Italians, as Rich likes to call them. Um, they they are like like these two old ladies were like star, pretty, pretty mean star, star. yeah, star and star. and Nona. They're really like not. They did not like the noise. They're like I didn't even bring like my saxophones. I'd bring like my clarinet or my oboe or my mm. flute or my bass clarinet, something that's like more mellow and much less like in your face. Yeah, yeah. And they would hate it. They hated <laughs> it. They I couldn't even st- I couldn't sit on a stool. Yeah. I brought my own stool because they're like this is for playing for paying customers, not <laughs> playing customers. I was like, are you kidding me? And then one time, Star like had and the thing is the staff really liked us and yeah. the and the owner who is the I think the nephew of Nona of the really really old one um they they, they all loved us but then because the two old ladies they actually kicked they they there there was one guy the night before our last night um somebody came in and was causing a whole like big scene cuz he was just drunk and he was calling a whole big scene. He's like, oh, because I'm black and this whatnot. And he just happened to be black. But he was just started <laughs> saying that. And it wasn't like, and it was unwarranted. Like, I know certain situations where it can be warranted, where like, yeah. it is because of a, it's a race thing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen my fair share of that. But this was unwarranted. And they were like, and, and Star was working then. And she was like, oh, you can't. Um, like they, like she was getting there like we were, we were like he was trying to he's starting to gang up on this one girl who was with her friends and it got kind of dangerous and rich and i actually stopped playing and we're like yo yo you need to you need to go and then one of them was like the the, 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 the one of the old ladies was like looked at me and said yo get your friend out of here and i'm like oh, that's oh my god excuse me. That's so oh, that's and bad. then the next time we came there she was there again just like you guys you know i told you guys you got to be we're, we're quiet and then all that ruckus because of your person and i didn't know who the person was who was so this I, I i don't know it's probably star. oh no it was star that was yelling at us but the person who no. came in i yeah. don't know who he is so, oh and so she but she because she's like oh because he's your friend and this and you gotta get and so i got kicked out she right before we got we were just going to start our gig for something that wasn't that I had, I had nothing to do with. Yeah, you guys I, are trying to help. We were trying to help, but I got kicked out of it because we have the same complexion, and um, uh, that was a part of it. Other other than that, it was because of the volume thing. They they just they were just annoyed by it. But They're wild. Everybody else loved it, and then so Rich, um, I, I Rich actually got me an Uber back. Um, I told I told him like, look, you can play the gig or not, but I'm not I'm not you know I'm, I'm I gotta go home. So Rich got me an Uber because I drove in with him. And then uh, we never went back. Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I've been. I used to go to Mimi's, and I won't tell you why. I don't. Mm-hmm. I no longer go to Mimi's. It's the same. It's the same reason I no longer go. Same yeah. reason you don't go to Mimi's. Well, Oops. now we can go. Now we can go see Anson with uh, with Sky yeah. Plan. Yeah. But oh, uh, yeah, that lady was so mean to me, and was so was so like mean and like just like awful. And finally, it's just like. Screw you! Like you're you're awful. Yeah. And she's like, "Now I respect you." And then she's like, "What do you want?" And I was like, <laughs> what? "What? Yeah, it's very weird." 
And I, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, you got like any like good scotch? And she poured me um, like a Macallan 18, like a very expensive scotch, uh-huh. full glass. She goes, here you go. I respect you now. And like charge me like $10. Yeah. If you, if you like push back, they'll like. Very weird. They're fine with you, which is really weird. It is. Very it's, strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's alcohol for us. Yeah. <laughs> kind of all over the place. Uh, 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 oh, I boy. Mean, as as it would have been if we were drinking. I guess we should have been drinking during this Maybe episode. we should have, but... That would have been... That's the part two. Oh, maybe next time we'll just get fucked up and there see what go. comes <laughs> out. <Just> like, Yo. I think the most important takeaway is that you can enjoy what you want to enjoy. Like, do what you want to do. But I think the healthy thing is just to be aware of any habits, patterns of behavior, tolerance or lack of, you know, how alcohol might change you. Just to be aware of it and to take it into account. That's the most important thing. Because it's the people who are, like, so completely unaware who are a danger really to themselves and the most annoying to be around, let's be honest. That's true. Hear, hear, my liege. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for being here today oh god (laughs) all right i'm dave i'm becky i'm sky this has been tea and sympathy catch us next time we'll be talking about um something else (laughs) you know what before we go know what else is a really great first date thrifting that's fun great thrifting we'll talk about that next time